Welcome to PR360, where every week the brightest minds in public relations, communications, and media discuss the topics and trends you need to know about. PR360 was produced in partnership with Global Results Communications. Now here's your host, Todd Perry. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the PR360 Podcast. My guest today is Michelle Glogovac, who's also known as the Podcast Matchmaker. She's a podcast publicist and host of the award-winning show, My Simplified Life. She works with entrepreneurs, authors, and experts to hone their storytelling abilities, grow their businesses, and elevate themselves as thought leaders. Her first book, How to Get on Podcast, debuts in February 2024. Michelle's a wife. Mom of two, stepmom of two, and a fur mom. She has her BA and MS in law and is the founder and CEO of the MLG Collective. So, Michelle, is there anything I missed? I think that pretty much covers it. Um, I will tell you that as of last week, though, the book, How to Get on Podcasts, the pub date has moved from February to January 11th. So that's oh. the only thing that has suddenly changed. <laughs> Okay, well, cool. We will make note of that in, in our show notes. Uh, so, well, it's great having you on the show. As somebody who podcasts for a living, it's always great to speak with an expert because me, myself, I'm just kind of fumbling around in the dark through most of this, but uh, hopefully wind up on top. But you found a very interesting way of getting into the world of podcasting vis-a-vis jet fuel sales, which... I don't see it lining up, but please square that circle for me. I will bring it all together for you. Yeah, I in college, I went to UC Santa Barbara and I needed a part time job because it cost money and I could walk to the airport. Uh, so I did. And I started out on corporate aviation side where I was customer service rep. And I just stuck with it after I graduated because they put me on salary and benefits. And cool. who doesn't love that after graduating from school? And I ended up staying for 18 years in the industry selling jet fuel to corporate flight departments. Mm. It was fun, um, but it wasn't the passion of, you know, I love jets and, and jet fuel. And I got married, had two children back to back. They're a year and three weeks apart. And then I was laid off. And at that point, I thought, okay, I want to do something where I can stay at home with them more because I was traveling a lot. But I also want to make money. And I don't know what that is going to look like. You know, should I do some social media management? Should I do event planning? Should I be a realtor? And I'm like, well, no, this all takes away the nights and the weekends. And a woman from my birthing class uh, said, there is this life and business coach who's starting a podcast and you should listen. And I went, but I don't know how. Well, it was the purple button on my iPhone (laughs) that allowed me to listen. And I started listening and she was saying that we all have a purpose and a passion. And I was like, yeah, I got to figure that out. I don't know what it is. And I started posting on my social media that I was on this quest to figure it out. And I was listening to her show and she ended up reaching out to me and said, my content's resonating with you, obviously. Do you want to pitch me to be on shows? And I went, this is genius. Yes, yes, I would love to do that. And as I do when all things in life, I dove headfirst. I learned everything that went into a podcast, the production side. I was working on her show. I launched my own show. I produced other shows. But I fell in love with the pitching side. Mm -hmm. And here's where it comes together. 
I stayed in aviation, I figured out, for 18 years because I loved the people. I had relationships built. I could tell you who was married to who and how many kids there were and when anniversaries were. And in the podcast side, it's the same thing. I love Mm. the stories that my clients tell. I love how they can share it with the hosts, learning about the hosts, you know, what their message is with audiences and what they're trying to do and bringing the two together. So it is relationship based that brings the two together full circle. Ah, love it. And I was doing a little bit of research and you said that a podcast is kind of like a dinner conversation, which I believe ties in to the loving people uh, aspect (laughs) of it. And I guess, you know, if you're not interested in people, you're going to be very bad at doing this job, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Well, I like to say that if even introverts, because, you know, nobody likes to get on the stage if you're an introvert, it's just a conversation with another human being. So even if you're not a huge fan of people, you can still (laughs) have a conversation (laughs) with one other. Fair, fair. Uh, So, um, You've you've obviously been in podcasting so long that now you've gotten good at, you know, obviously doing PR for it and have a book upcoming. Uh, what's the biggest takeaway of how to get on podcasts? You know, it's really going into it with a want to help someone else. That's how I feel you will succeed the most in being a podcast guest. What is it that you know? What experience have you had that you can share that's going to resonate with someone else? Mm-hmm. I am totally against anyone who says, well, I'm going to go on podcast because I want to sell. I want to sell my services, my products, my book. When I work with clients, we talk about what it is that their story has. You know, how did they craft their book? You know, what did that routine look like? And those are the things that people are interested in. Mm -hmm. And if you allow them to learn more about you and your story, then they kind of fall in love with you and want to know more. And therefore, then they will ultimately buy your service, your product, your book. But you go in with the intention of helping other people with your story and with the knowledge that you can share. Right, because the audience doesn't chime into the show. I mean, obviously, if they like the host and everything, but to to listen to a specific guest, unless they answer the good old-fashioned, what's in it for me? You know, mm-hmm. it, the guest has to be of value if it's someone that they don't already know of or, or follow their work. And I always think that this show is at its best when people like you come on and give us specifics that people can take away from the show. You know, um, sometimes if people come on and they're a little too into self-promoting or touting their accomplishments, I always try to think of like, how do I bring this show back into giving specifics and benefits to the audience so that it's valuable to them? Um, so I think, I think you're, you're, you're right on with that. Um, So what do you think is the key to being engaging as a storyteller on a podcast? You know, I think it's really hard as you're looking at it yourself to figure out, you know, what should I speak on? What exactly, what what are the topics that I should talk about and I can share and what am I the expert on? So I feel bouncing it off of someone else is really where it comes in helpful. Uh, I know that's true for my clients. I know it's true for myself and the hardest part of writing my book was figuring out how to describe how to create unique speaking topics for yourself. So I I have created this framework method, whatever you want to call it of, you know, specific categories of what is your personal story like? What is it that you can share that you might not even think is unique, but 
someone who's listening needs to hear from you, needs Mm -hmm. to hear that you went on whatever journey or path, you experienced a trauma, you experienced a grief, whatever it is, you, you know, decided to change your career and how you did it. Someone needs to hear that because they're Mm -hmm. going through it too. So your personal journey, you know, what was your business journey like? Did you just come out of college and you're like, yep, that's it. I had that career and this is what I've done. I would say 99% of the people I have talked to in life have not done that. Someone has had a pivot somewhere along the way. So what did that pivot look like for you? You know, what is it that you do that you can share your knowledge with? How you built your business, what it is that you do in your business that you can teach others to do as well. And I'm a big believer in sharing as much as you can for free. And that came from early on, I listened to Amy Porterfield say, if you give away as much knowledge as you can in a free download, then it's not going to be giving everything away. It's going to have people say, oh, if she gives this away for free, imagine what she gives to you when you pay her. And so that is how I approach everything. That's why I wrote the book. I'm like, here's everything, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Now you can do it on your own if you want to. But, you know, it's that generosity and and just giving of yourself and sharing and taking that time to let others get to know you while you're getting to know the host. You know, that's how you show up and become a great storyteller, knowing those key points in your story and just showing it up and being real. I'm I hate the word authentic because I feel mm. if you just show up and are yourself and you tell the truth, then you are authentic. You don't have to shout it from the rooftops. Right. So just be yourself. And and that's really what's going to resonate with people. Great. Uh, as you do your podcast, My Simplified Life, are there any themes? Uh, well, well, first, A, give us a little overview of the topics and, and guests you have on the show. And then B, uh, what are the, the running themes that you have on the show that kind of keep coming up? Or, you know, are the important parts of people's journey that make the podcast worthwhile and worth listening to? I like to say that my podcast is is really selfish. It's all what I want to really, who do I want to interview? What do I want to talk about? Um, I interview a lot of authors. I interview people who have pivots in their life. Um, The overall theme is that your past and your present don't define your future. You Mm. do. And so wherever you are in this walk of life, if you don't like it, you can change it. You can do something about it. And so all of the stories are about people who have done that. It's about my story and my journey of how I change things around. Um, I offer tips around podcast pitching. You know, uh, I talk to authors and we talk about their stories and the craft of writing. So it's a lot of different things. If there's something in the news that I feel, you know, I need to get out of, not just here's my stand and what I think of, but here's how I'm talking to my kids about it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe that's something that you need as a tool too, is how do you talk to your friends or your kids about certain topics? So it covers a whole lot of things. It's it's definitely not simplified by any means. (laughs) Uh, To back things up a little bit, people come onto your show and talk about the pivots and changes they've had in life. And I think most people would say that one of the hardest things to do in life is to change. You know, every morning we wake up with our to-do list and ways that we want to improve our lives in, in, in any way, whether it's our mental or physical health or the amount of money we make. Uh, is there an underlying theme, a, a consistent way that guests on your show have been able to change? That's a good question. Uh 
you know, I think it's finding that belief in themselves that, you know, I can do it. And it is mm. up to me to make that change and then simply doing it. And there's nothing simple about it. It is tough. You know, it, it takes baby steps. And, you know, that started with how I launched my business. I still had two kids at home and I couldn't go full time, you know, into a business mm. and, and starting from scratch. So I started small so that I knew that when they went to school, I would have a full-fledged business that I could work on full-time. So taking those initial steps and really figuring out what is it I want to do that's going to make me happy, and then doing that along the way, not just full-fledged taking a pivot, you know, and jumping in. Mm. Got it. Got it. Uh, So obviously, you started your business and became known as the podcast matchmaker. Let's say, okay, I've got PR360. You know, I'm the host of PR360, and I come to you. Uh, what's the process like, and what hopefully is the outcome? The process is that uh, I first I have a Google onboarding form that asks you all kinds of questions of what do you want to be known for? Mm. What is it that you think you can speak on? Where have you spoken before? And you complete all of this, and then I go and I stalk you. I Google okay. you. I find as much as I can oh, about no. you. Sometimes it surprises clients. I, I say, oh, you didn't tell me you were featured on this podcast. Oh, I forgot about that. Or, oh, that was so many years ago. Mm. So I gather as much as I can from an outside perspective. And then we sit down and we have a one-hour Zoom call where I ask you questions, you tell me your story, we discuss, you know, what is it that you do want to be known for? And how is it that we can create unique speaking topics based on that? Okay. Uh, I, nothing generic, you know, we wouldn't say, oh, you know, PR, like that is boring, right? Um, mm. And anyone else can come up with it. So we work at what is it that you're really good at doing? What makes you special and stand out? And then I create speaking topics based on that. I create a media kit that's branded to you. So you provide me with all of your colors, your fonts, um, that sort of a thing. So it looks like it came off of your website. And then my team and I start researching podcasts, ones that align with the target audience you want to have. And we pitch you. We send out unique pitches to every host. It is not per guest. And I I clarify that because I've seen agencies say, well, it's a unique pitch per, per guest. That means it's copy and paste. Mm -hmm. We send out something that's unique to every host. We listen to an episode or two. We relate to the episode and we pitch specific topics to that host. Uh, Then we do all of the follow up. We work with you on the calendar links, the bookings, all of that stuff, coach you through the interview process, because oftentimes, you know, when you share your story, there's certain aspects that you might forget to bring up that are really the, the things that I, I'll go, oh, that's really good. You need to make sure you mention that because we'll forget about those certain aspects because we're telling our story so often. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we track them. So when they go live, you are provided a transcript and quotes and it goes onto a Spotify playlist and you have all of the assets and guides to repurpose it into greater marketing content as a way to thank your host as you would for a dinner party yeah. and to really maximize uh, your visibility. Wow, I love that. I uh, that I could see that's tremendously valuable for people out there who are promoting something, uh, or just you know um, putting themselves out there as an expert on specific topics. Uh, so, okay, here here's the thing: as someone who's in podcasting PR, 
I have what I call a, a personal brand problem. I do the PR360 podcast, comes out once a week. Love doing this show, love speaking with everybody. Uh, in the past, I've done, I just finished a um, 12-hour-long documentary on the history of Marineland, which was a theme park here in Southern California. Um, I did a show for many years that did very well that was about Taoism, which is about Eastern philosophy. Uh, I currently also do a comedy show with a gal named Allison Rosen, who was on the Adam Carolla show for many years. So um, it's kind of what I do is all over the place. Now, mm -hmm. if I come to you and I say, Michelle... What do I do with myself being that I've had, I've kind of done so many different things. I love all of them in their own way. Uh, how do I sell myself in this world as someone who's done a bunch of different things? You know, a, a jack of all trade, master of none. Um, what do you do with a guy like me? Well, first I would ask you, what is it that you want to do? What is your goal in being interviewed on podcasts? You know, mm. are you wanting to really focus on one aspect of all of those things? Or do you want to dabble in all of them? And if you want to dabble in all of them, that's fine too. We'll create speaking topics on all of them. And then we, since we take certain topics to pitch to certain podcasts, we would then pull those ones out. We okay. will, we'll, Take the media kit, and that's always attached to every email. So the host can look at it and say, oh, you know what? Instead, I want to look at this this topic instead. Let's talk on that one. But we give them the ones that are applicable. So okay. I would really say, you know, what is it that you want to be known for? What? Okay. Where are we traveling for, you know? <laughs> I don't know. That's an existential <laughs> question. And, it, well, it can't, be, it can't be the PR 360 guy because I'm, I'm the guy doing the interviewing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you can't put me on a show and go, this guy interviews people, you know? And then <laughs> they'd be like, what are they going to ask me? What are the best questions you've ever asked? Or how do you how, how do you do what you do? So, well, I, I appreciate that. And it's going to take a little bit of soul searching, some meditation for me to figure out uh, who I am. Um, <laughs> so, And then Michelle, that can be a topic itself. <laughs> that's true. How about that? You, you sell me to a bunch of different shows where I say, I'm a blank slate. I have no idea who I am. I'm, you know, Leonard Zellig. Um, so anyway, my, my question is, and I ask this of everybody who's in the podcasting world, are there too many podcasts? I'm going to say no, oh. uh, because that to me is also like saying, are there too many books? Um, huh. what I love is that there's a podcast for everyone on every topic, every subject, you can be entertained, you can learn something, you know, you want true crime, there's something for you for that. There's grief, there's, there's literally something for everyone. Now, should everyone be a podcast host? No, probably not. And that that would be the the problem is that the the barrier to entry is pretty low. Mm. You know, all you need is a microphone. You don't even need a microphone. You need a phone and you can record and, you know, upload. So I would say no, because it's a w great way for everyone to share their stories. Um, we have a lot of podcasts out there, but they're not all active either. So I think the ones that are active and, you know, people have a passion and a want to get out there, they should keep going and doing that. Uh, but I wouldn't say there's too many. Okay. Fine. No, that's that's great. I mean, and also it's it's more places for everybody to spread the word and everybody to communicate with one another. Yeah, because uh, not everyone's listening to the same one. So there's always a new audience to reach. 
Now, okay, that that was interesting because you were talking about how you have a specific guest and you want you have a specific pitch for every show. And mm-hmm. obviously, if someone's going out there and they're doing, you know, five six different appearances, uh, how do you dole out the content to say, hey, tech, talk about this here, talk about that there, so that they don't repeat themselves? That seems tough. They will repeat themselves. Uh, you know, it, it's like me going on and talking about podcast pitching. I'm going to repeat myself over and over again and, and share the same stories, but it's a different audience that is constantly mm-hmm. listening. Um, and so that's why, you know, it's hard to to tell clients of you're going to feel like you're repeating yourself and you are, but it's okay because, you know, just as the Instagram algorithm, not everybody sees the posts. So you can mm-hmm. repeat the type of post that you're doing five times and it's going to reach a new audience. So it's okay to repeat yourself. And it's actually kind of good because then your story is remaining the same and people aren't going to question, oh, well, you said something else on this other show. You know, Mm -hmm. they'll know exactly who you are and and they get to know you. Okay. Oh, that's great. Well, you know, uh, so you've got your book coming out. What Mm -hmm. does the future look like for the world of the podcast matchmaker? <laughs> more podcasts, um, <laughs> uh, a, a book tour, uh, book signings, um, a podcast book tour, uh, just simply growing and, and making sure that more people get their stories out there. Great. Wonderful. And, you know, I I may be biased, but there are a few better ways for people to get the word out about what they're doing, what they're about, and share their stories than through a podcast where you have an incredibly captive audience, and also an audience, usually when somebody has the shows they love, they love them, and they're very, very close to their heart, and yes. um, so it's a very captive and engaged audience. It's not passive at all, and it's that's why it's so unique and, and amazing. Yes, I couldn't agree more. I feel like that when an audience trusts the host, then they're going to automatically extend that trust to the guest. And that's why I, I fully agree. It's a warm audience. It's not cold. Yeah. And that's why also as guests on the opposite side, as hosts on the opposite side of this, we have to be, uh, you know, somewhat, I'm trying trying to come up with the right word here, discerning about who, who we have on our show because mm-hmm. we don't want to uh, violate the trust that the audience has by bringing on someone um, who may not be the best fit. Exactly. Yeah, I completely feel that and understand that. Well, Michelle, uh, how can people follow you? Where, where, where's the place to go? Where do people sign up to get the book? Uh, what's the call to action here? You can find the book, How to Get on Podcasts, anywhere you buy books. It is on Amazon, bookshop.org, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million. It's even on Walmart, um, I noticed. Cool. Uh, you can find me on the mlgcollective.com. Uh, my personal website's michelleglogovac.com. And I'm also on Instagram, michelleglogovac.com. And I'm on all of the things, the th- threads and <laughs> X and Facebook and all the places. <laughs> Well, great, 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 great. Well, thank you very much. Uh, You were very informative, and I would love to have you on sometime in the future after the book comes out. Thank you so much. I would love that. Thank you, Michelle. PR360 was produced by Todd Perry in partnership with Global Results Communications. Be sure to subscribe to the show and leave a review wherever you get podcasts. Follow GRC on all socials at Global Results. Follow Todd on Twitter at Todd A. Perry. That's Todd with one D. Talk to you next week.